Uh, I kind of wish this was our episode, but it's not. And none of the, I don't want any of this conversation to make the cold open. Okay. You actually said the cold open right there where I said, I don't want any of this conversation to make the cold open. Okay. <laughs> because we're going to do a, we're going to do a whole episode of modern day parenting that I think will be hilarious um, and frustrating. Yeah. And on that note. <laughs> it's the SMIC Super Show. And now, 2024 Super Bowl halftime performers, Cole Roberts and Mike Anderson. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the SMIC Super Show. I'm one of your co-hosts, Cole Roberts. I'm your other co-host, Mike Anderson. Say that again. Mike Anderson? <laughs> Before that. I don't... What? <laughs> like, your voice was like... All I heard was, Mike Anderson. <laughs> and I'm your other co-host, Mike Anderson. There you go. I, I, I just wanted, I got a little, I wanted everyone to know that you are a co-host. I got a little congestion. And so, like, I, I don't know. It, it's not like sexy phlegm congestion. It's like I can't pronounce my words correctly. Congestion. I just I didn't hear anything until you said <laughs> Mike Anderson. Like it was almost like the sound cut out. <laughs> so I don't know if that's congestion. That's a, that's some weird congestion. <laughs> Maybe your sound just cut out. Oh man. Well, I am super hungry now that we've been talking about pizza and chinese food and chipotle but other than that mike how are you doing i'm doing pretty well um yeah i'm doing great how are you i'm good man um this is kind of we haven't done a a episode so close together i think since october but Mm -hmm. we're only uh yeah we're doing all right we're doing all right right we we actually did an episode in january that we've not aired yet yeah, it's kind of be is, it's gonna be like a if we're if we if we can't record, I'm just gonna air that episode. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather like I don't even remember too much about that episode, but I'm more focused on just moving forward. You know, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, we're like a week a week out from the Super Bowl, which was our last episode, mm-hmm. um, the Super Bowl Super Bowl episode, and um, I thought it'd be fun to while it's still semi-fresh it was not as fresh as it was in my head now now Mm -hmm. that i've had a whole weekend um but yeah i'd love to catch up on that talk about that a bit and then we just got done as a country celebrating valentine's day maybe globally i don't know i don't i don't know much about i've never thought about it i think it is an american thing but i've never thought about that yeah i haven't either i just kind of assume you know being the dumb american i am that we all do the same (laughs) things you know yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hear in France every day is Valentine's Day. Oh, the city of the, love. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, side side uh, thing is kind of funny. Um, I we went to Oklahoma for Christmas to spend time with my family, and my brother-in-law's mother came in uh, to have dinner with us, and mm-hmm. she. It's hilarious. Um, I only I. I don't mean this to be cracking on her or, or to be rude, but um, and, I, and I think my my brother-in-law would understand. But she's a very nice woman. Let me say that. Um, but she has a very very southern like backwoods just kind of accent. 
Oh, I love it. Like, like big time though. Like mm-hmm. almost can be hard to understand sometimes. <laughs> uh, but she is actually like, um, she's from England. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, she's from England. And I, so I don't know. I haven't actually asked her. I don't think I've had my brother explain it to me. Um, so uh, it's interesting because she's English. And my brother-in-law is um, Vietnamese mm-hmm. uh, because his dad is Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think they met in England, if I'm remembering right, or post-England. I'm not sure. I don't Wait. know. It's the wildest story. Okay. Who is this lady to you? Well, she's nothing to me, but it's my, oh. my brother-in-law's mom. Oh, I thought you said it was your sister-in-law. And, but you kept no, saying no, your, no, no, sorry, your, my, your brother-in-law. brother-in-law. Like, how do you have a brother-in-law and a sister-in-law? Well, that's another story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I know this. The point is, there, there's really no point in saying any of this other than the fact that um, you need to know she's she's British. Mm-hmm. Or, she no, she's not. I don't know. She's not British? <laughs> I have no idea. But she, English. <laughs> she's English? I Is that... Is that is there a difference? Uh, she's from across the pond. <laughs> she is okay, and so here here is how <laughs> apparently how dumb and insensitive I am. But uh, <laughs> I I was talking to her. I wanted to engage in conversation. I wanted you know, and um, so we're talking. And uh, Jason, my brother in law, tells me that um. The, or she tells me that they're planning a trip to go back to England this summer. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. She hasn't been since she was a kid. So maybe, maybe that's what happened. And maybe she didn't meet my brother-in-law's father in England. I don't, mm-hmm. she hasn't been in a really long time is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Probably born in England, grew up in the South. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I'm getting from this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my dumbass was like, oh, that's going to be so great. You're going to have a great trip. You're going to. I'm like, I'm so jealous because you'll get to eat all that. <laughs> eat all that yummy pasta and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that funny of a story, but I was. <laughs> so confident and like oh my gosh i'm gonna be so jealous you know (laughs) she's like they don't have any of that like it's bar food it's fish and chips (laughs) like oh well i like that too that's gonna be good but like my brother-in-law and my sister were dying laughing too because they were just like what an idiot like we're not going to france or paris like <laughs> they're not really close to each other oh god if it makes you feel any better i probably would have made that exact same mistake i just i don't know like i just i think like over if you just leave the country it's all pizza and pasta from here on out and, and that's not how, like we don't that's have how it here. I actually am. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. But yeah, I'm excited for them, man. They're going to have a good trip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great story. 
<laughs> anyway, you know, I'm still I'm I'm still living my life. Um, you know, I don't I'm have no idea what happens outside my four walls, but um, yeah, that's it. I, <laughs> that's, I have a that's the update I have. I have a funny story for you, a short one, because you you said the word ketchup and it reminded me of the story. Um, the other Did day, I say Cole, ketchup. You said we're gonna catch up on the on the um, Super Bowl stuff. And it instantly oh, reminded okay. remind me of, of the story. Ketchup. You're right. And so uh, um, <laughs> Naturally. Colt was watching the iPad the other day while he was home from school and he was sitting on the couch and he was just cracking up at something. And lately, Colt, like anytime he sees something really funny, he'll like run the iPad over to me and he's like, dad, watch this, watch this. It's so funny. And usually it's some like weird, like I don't like him watching TikToks and I tell him every single time, do not watch TikTok. It's not actually TikTok, but it's like TikTok videos on YouTube. And I'm like, yeah, watching them damn TikToks, boy. And, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, the stuff that he finds is actually really funny, but he found this one video and somebody had animated, the VeggieTales characters um, to like act out a scene from like a TV show's audio. And he was like watching it and it, he was just cracking them up. And I was like, I've heard this before and it sounds very familiar. And what it turns out was it was a scene from King of Queens and it was Doug and Arthur sitting at the kitchen table. Oh and Arthur, Arthur was like, Doug, could when Doug worlds could, collide. <laughs> right? He was like, Douglas, <laughs> could you pass me the cats up? And uh, Doug, Doug's <laughs> yes. like, Doug's like, what? <laughs> He's like, the cats up. <laughs> and he goes, you mean ketchup? He's like, distinguished people pronounce it cats up and he's like not if they want me to pass it to him they don't and then, yeah <laughs> and then they just kind of have this great back and forth of like it's pronounced ketchup no it's cats up and arthur's like i'd rather die than call it ketchup <laughs> <laughs> and colt was just cracking up at this and like doug uh he did this part where he's like mayamo ketchup and he like made the ketchup like talk and oh, he just yeah. <laughs> cracks up at that part. But I started to show him like more clips from King of Queens and he just thinks Doug and Arthur are like the most hilarious people in the entire world. Like I think oh, we're gonna start are. watching yeah, watching the show together. I love Jerry Stiller. I like I know him mostly from Seinfeld as George's dad. Um mm-hmm. But he's really he, the same character. <laughs> exactly. Like, and I almost think that he was doing those shows at the same time, possibly. Um, at least maybe there was a little bit of overlap, but um I don't know. He's just he's he's a national treasure that I he's like one of the few celebrities that was actually really disappointed when they died. Yeah, for sure. Him and yeah, Chris I, Farley were were yeah, the two oh that my gosh, me. for sure. Yeah, Jerry Silver is incredible. Um, he, um, one of my favorite, one of my, there's, there's two, like, I mean, I don't know. King of Queens is rich with Arthur and Doug interactions. And that's why it's so good. Cause they're just so, I mean, Doug can't stand Arthur and it's hilarious, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, I would love to repeat some of my favorite lines, but I don't want to butcher anything, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I won't even try. It's just like I have some I have some certain episodes that like where their interactions just kill me every time. And it doesn't matter yeah. how many times I've seen it or if I can even repeat it. And Brett and I will have like we'll reenact some of, you know, we'll quote some of those lines. And it's just like mm-hmm. it's always so funny, dude. 
Yeah. Makes me laugh one, so much. One of my favorites was like a flashback of Arthur as a kid ordering a lemon icy and it's just a little yeah. kid like lemon ices. <laughs> What's so great is that it's like because Doug and Carrie are having a conversation and Doug's like, I can just imagine him walking in there, putting his money on the table, yelling, women are sins. <laughs> and at the end of the episode is when you see the flashback of when he walks in there and he does the yeah. same thing. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, that show's so great. I love it. I haven't watched it in about a month or so. We, I just I haven't been watching a lot of TV at night lately. Um, mm-hmm. I need to get back into that. That's just a show that I just, I can't live without. It just, yeah. it makes me so happy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it is the biggest comfort blanket I've ever had in my life. Yeah. I love, I love TV shows that are wholesome, but with characters that are slightly um, nefarious, I guess, because like yeah. there was, there's an episode where like uh, Doug is using Arthur um to like get the foods that he wants like he, yeah he, he's oh like talking gosh. to him and, and arthur's <laughs> like i want pizza the minute that carrie walks yeah. through the door and her name's carrie right i got that yeah right. yeah and um and but just like the face facial expressions that he'll make like as arthur's yelling at carrie he, he like walks away with like this snidely whiplash smirk on his face and i'm just like uh it's that so same funny. smirk occurs in like so many episodes and it's just it it's like the dagger it kills me like every time he does it i'm just like like you are you are my favorite yeah <laughs> i love doug so much yeah. oh man um shoot what that was a talking? great episode <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. No, before we before we move on, because anytime we talk King of Queens, it's it's a good day. But um, <laughs> it makes it makes me happy knowing that uh, Colt is enjoying it. Like I think, because I think I think overall, I don't know. There's some adult themes in the show sometimes. Like the, the episode where they go away for the um, for the retreat weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go with um, uh, gosh, I, why am I blanking on his name? Duncan. No. Gosh, what? Why am I blanking on the name? Their couple friend. I thought his name what was is their names. No. What? I'm gonna look that up. All right, we gotta look it up because it's driving me crazy. I cannot yeah, believe look, I don't remember it this. It's gonna be Duncan. <laughs> no, there's no Duncan. <laughs> no. Deacon. Deacon. Okay. <laughs> yes. My God. Deacon and Kelly. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, that episode where they go away on the retreat and they get like this, they're like at this apple break- bed and breakfast is hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. But Deacon and Kelly are rooming next door to Doug and Carrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why. I mean, their names are so similar. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but uh, they have a co- Doug pops into Deacon's room uh, when they first get there and he's like going through a suitcase and um, he's got this CD with him. And uh, it's it's. Uh, Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. He's like, yeah, that's our, you know, that's our, uh, like our, I don't know what he calls it, like, but it's like their song. Their and jam, um, jam. yeah, every time they hear that song is, you know, or not every time they, they play that song when they're, when they're, when they're doing the deed. And so that night, you know, they get back from a nice dinner. And so it's time to be romantic. And 
they can hear the song through the wall. And uh, Doug and Carrie are like, oh, looks like Deacon and Kelly are already getting started, you know. But that song plays like all night, like just repetitively. <laughs> of course, uh, Doug's, you know, super embarrassed because um, the best line he says in the whole show, he's like, he's like, I'm only good for one one time. He's like, um, he's like, uh, he's like, a, I'm like a musket. <laughs> it's like, I'm good for one shot, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, but it's so funny because he gets so mad at Deacon uh, because he's just like, he's like, what? I can't help it that I like to please my wife. <laughs> he's like, you're making me look bad. Uh, that show's but, too relatable. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm definitely on team Doug here. Like, good grief. <laughs> Good grief. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's get into the Super Bowl talk and some Valentine's Day talk. Um, yeah. I feel like I feel like it's still on everybody's mind. Probably not. I think everyone's like, <laughs> what? There was a Super Bowl? I thought it was last year. It feels like, sorry, there's going to be a lot of annoying sounds of me fidgeting with this damn bottle cap. I can't help it. Oh. It's, I keep <laughs> click clacking it around and. I've not noticed Now that I've it. said that, everyone's going to like notice it. So I'm going to put it over here. No touching. Here we go. Uh, but yes. It can't be any worse than the annoying sounds of our voices. Oh, man. Good point. Good. Sick burn. That's good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, the Super Bowl has come and gone. Football season is officially over, and I had to live my first Sunday in a long time without any football. Mm-hmm. How did you survive? You know, I, it, let me say this, because um, this has been public knowledge for those who've listened to our show long enough, but it's kind of like Halloween, right? Um, I go so hard in October and, you know, sometimes in September where when Halloween's over, I'm OK with it. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I gave it my all. Now it's time to experience the other pleasures in life. Right. <laughs> uh, I feel that way with football. Like it's it's fine. Like my and I feel I feel disconnected enough from it because my team has been out of it since January. Um, so all the football games I've been watching the last month and a half have not even been my team. I'm just addicted to the sport, addicted mm-hmm. to the thrill, as they mm-hmm. say. <laughs> and um, my overall opinion about the game and how it ended kind of was just like, you know what. I'm not happy about this, so I I do need a break. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> National Football League, don't mind if I do. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll be all right. And um, you know, I still listen to my Daily Titans podcast, and it's so funny. I've never been this involved, but listening to this podcast through the season, there's two of them I listen to. That's how sick I am. Um. I, I listen when I make dinner. So I've got sports commentary on when I'm cooking dinner, you know, doing the most manly thing possible, <laughs> usually grilling some meat and listening about football. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I um, now there's not a lot to talk about. It's all prediction of like, this is what we could do to get a trade up in the draft or, you know, free agency's coming up. What would happen if we got this receiver, if we got this quarterback? You know, it's all hearsay. It's all rumor. And I'm still mm-hmm. here for it. You know, I'm yeah. still injecting it into my veins. None of it matters. Even if it was all true, none of it matters because you don't know how the season's actually going to play out. But it's yeah. just fun. It's just yeah. fun. 
but uh, this is, this yeah. is like the the fan service uh, portion of the year because it can it can just be like what do, what would you love to happen? Yeah, well, it's like our podcast before October. Like everyone, you know, people who listen, they're like, yeah, I'm just here because I don't want to forget about October. You know, we know <laughs> we know this show's only worth a damn when Halloween's around the corner. They literally it, just make up stuff on the spot. Right. <laughs> oh, I've got some ideas for this year. I can't remember. Oh, I do too. Well, I wrote we, them we've down. been talking. Yeah. Yeah. I already even have this is gonna blow your mind. I've started a text document <gasps> on my computer of potential spooky commercials that I thought would be fun. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'll say this. I think because there's not a hard theme to this show, I've really enjoyed it a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, I, I, I actually thrive when there's um, restrictions, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, man, this is so off off topic, and I'm sorry. We will get back to football because I know you guys are craving some football talk. Um, but I like 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 Inktober is a really good example. If you've ever done Inktober or any kind of monthly drawing challenge, um, uh, it could be overwhelming because you're like, wow, I have to perform for 31 days, right? But if you give yourself restrictions where you know I'm just going to use an ink pen or I'm only going to use two colors. It really strips away a lot of the guesswork and it really can make something repetitive like that a lot easier. I I apply that to a lot of ways in my life. Like I really try to simplify stuff. But I will say that with this podcast, it's kind of been nice to be like, hey, it's just a talk show now. We can Mm -hmm. just talk. And that's the thing you and I do best. I feel like, you know, I'm sure some would disagree. (laughs) Um, But like just... Just talking about what we know. And that happens to be horror, Halloween, being a dad, mm-hmm. nostalgia, current events, whatever. Like, it's all comes from a perspective of, like, you know, how we interact and, and, and what we yeah. like to talk about. So I, I, I love, like, I feel like there's all these, like, different episodes and topics we can talk about because we don't have that pigeonhole that we were in of like well it's only horror movies like our old show or it's only the 80s like our other show like it's just it's whatever it's a talk show when that theme music kicks on and it sounds like (laughs) saturday night live or david letterman (laughs) i just i get chills because i'm like man we're just having a talk show man we're just talking on the air and it feels so liberating yeah and you know and it and it affects other aspects too because i've watched so many more horror movies now that i don't have i have to too now i'm gonna have to study them you yeah know I, mean? <laughs> I watched. Or feel one, like i have to have an opinion on them i watched one a couple nights ago called skinamarink um it's a it's a newer movie um very weird very weird horror movie but effective in some ways and like it was it, it kind of gave me the creeps in some areas but um it was a very hard one to like recommend because it's such like an experimental filming style. Um, But the way that they shot it, what made it so effective was it felt very much like um, the fears you had as a kid, like waking up as a kid in a dark house. Maybe you woke up at like two or three in the morning and like, you're just kind of like laying in bed, kind of just staring randomly at the corner of your wall or something. And like, you maybe think you see something in the darkness, but you you don't know if it's really there because really that's how the entire movie is shot it's just a bunch of random shots 
of like you rarely ever see any of the actors. You might see their feet like run across the screen, but it's just like shots of like the corner of their room or like the TV of what they're watching or like the doorway. And it's all super dark and very grainy. And like, it's just very weird. It's very experimental. Um, If you watch the trailer, that's how the entire movie is. Like, it's just, it, it's just like, I, w- I got 20 minutes in and I fast forwarded through a little bit of it. Cause I was like, is this really what the entire movie's going to be like? <laughs> is that to find out for real? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, does this kind of like, does this change up eventually? Cause it, it was literally just like shot, shot, shot of just random parts of the house. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's cool. I, I was thinking the other day, um, Again, I don't want to get people excited about Halloween because we got a long ways to go. It's <laughs> it's still February. Yeah. Um, but I would love to do a tier or a ranking or even just our our favorite uh, modern day horror movies in the last fifteen years, fifteen to twenty years. I think that'd be really interesting. Um, oh yeah. Because on our be old show, one. we were very heavy handed in old movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like there's been enough time passed to kind of look back at some of these horror movies that don't feel like they've been that long ago, but kind of have now. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, we can, we can talk about some of this stuff. Yeah. But yeah, man, back to just like, you're getting me excited. What the sh- <laughs> I, I am too, man. I'm just, I don't know. I, I just, I don't find, I don't, I, I don't know. I just don't love the beginning of the year. Like I do it like the first week or so. I'm like, yeah, baby. No, yeah. But then I'm just like, oh, I don't like winter. I don't like. Yeah, I'm ready for summer. I'm ready for I'm ready for spring. I'm ready for summer. I'm ready for fall. Yeah. You know, winter sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks so I, much. I've I've kind of been more enjoying colder weather this year, but I'm just ready for things to not look dead anymore. Like my lawn yeah. is so gross and dead right now i just need i need it to look like there's life outside (laughs) yeah oh i i just need to cut some grass honestly yeah (laughs) i just i am like craving like getting my hands dirty soiling the garden planting some flowers you know i I, like cooking outside and just smelling the grill and oh my gosh (laughs) i'm wiggling um But uh, yeah, I um, I'm a confusing person, Mike. I I I can live my best hermit life, but I also, like I said in the last episode, I feel like a plant. I need sunshine. I need air. I need dirt. Like, well, house plants don't go outside. They don't. But they still need sunshine, like through a window at least. House plants, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I know. Maybe that's a good. I'm not like a plant plant. I'm a house plant. Right. There you go. <laughs> But uh, anyway, back back to the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> um, overall, Mike, um, you you had said you had told me. Um, actually, you we had a little we had a little chat with uh, Chicago Mike Mike Patrick. <laughs> Chicago um, Mike, <laughs> you got to give Mike Patrick a shout out every episode. It's like it, in the contract. It is in the contract. Yeah. Um, but if you if if people out there have Instagram and you're not you need some some fun stuff mike is a great mike petrick is a great person to follow i love his artwork so much it always one of my favorite things about mike's artwork is um it's it's unique it's uniquely him but i love it like i love the style like it's just like i i want to see him draw everything just because i like 
his style. But mm-hmm. my favorite thing about what he does is he draws these scenes that just encapsulate so well the season. Like he always will draw like winter pictures or fall or summer or spring. And it's just, it's so spot on. It's so perfect. It's such a great representation of like, you know, the 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 time of year i guess is a good way to put it but uh <laughs> yeah you should you should give him a follow his art is great it's so relatable it's so fun he does um, fun live streams sometimes too i've joined i know i wish he would do more of that i wish he would really pop on more but i i i know uh i know he's a busy guy he's got a family like us too so um you got a lot going on yeah so but anyway, we're talking to Mike, you had said in a, in, in a conversation that you watched the whole game. And I was like, man, I can't wait to hear what Mike's take on this is. Because, you know, oh, no. sometimes sometimes you don't get to watch the whole game or you're just not yeah. that invested. And I don't mean you particularly. I just mean in general, people right. in general, yeah. you know. Um. Well, I, I did watch the whole, like I was at least there and the game was on for the entire okay. game. So I'll like I it. can't say it. I was like actively watching the entire game. I was working like on my iPad uh, while the game was on. But like uh, the day itself was kind of a surprise because I thought Heather worked that day. So I was like I, I, I was planning on getting up and starting like a, a brisket in the morning and I was just going to kind of have like stuff cooking all day and then when she would get home we would maybe watch the game but she actually was off that day i still made the brisket and everything but we were just kind of like snacking throughout the day just kind of like having a normal sunday and we were just kind of like are we gonna watch the game and i was like i feel like we kind of need to i mean it's (laughs) it's like it's super bowl sunday it's like that's what everybody's doing we should at least give it a shot and i hadn't even looked to see if i could watch it like um uh, I didn't know like what channel it was coming on. I tried Peacock and Paramount and it wasn't on any of those. It turns out it was on like Fox, Fox something. Um, I had yeah. to download the app on, on Apple TV in order to watch it. Surprisingly, I could just watch it. Like I didn't have to pay for anything, subscribe to anything. It just like came on, I guess maybe because we use our parents, uh, cable subscription for some of our apps. Oh yeah. It let us watch it. But, um, I was excuse me i was really surprised that it let me um let me watch it but um i i mean like i said i wasn't super invested in it i i was rooting for the eagles i guess just because i you know i felt like they might have been like the underdog i guess of the game um yeah in a way for sure um but i don't know like i i really didn't have like i, I was cuz i was just fine that they didn't win i i didn't cuz also i kind of looked at it as like the Chiefs, they've been there so many times. It was nice for them to have finally won uh, yeah. a Super Bowl. Um, but um, I I didn't think that the commercials were anything great, but I didn't think that they were bad either. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I felt like there were a lot of commercial breaks. It seemed like they came back to the game for like 30 seconds and then it was another commercial break. Yeah, for um, real. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. I was I was mildly engaged and entertained by it but um i wasn't just like on the edge of my seat like i i feel like i remember last year's game being kind of a nail biter at the end um or like there was like an instance where like they were really pushing somebody back uh through the yards like they would gain a yard gain a yard or five or ten yards at a time and like um 
this game just didn't kind of have that excitement uh, that I felt like I remember last year's having. Unless I'm remembering something something wrong, correctly, <laughs> <laughs> which is totally you know, it's, possible. Yeah, it's funny. I, I don't remember last year's Super Bowl all that well, but I've also watched a ton of football games after that. And so I, I've, I've even seen multiple matchups of like last year's teams were the, the Bengals versus uh, uh, the Chargers. So it's like I, I've watched both those teams play. Um, or no, it was the Rams. Yeah, it was the Rams and the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, this I thought I actually thought this game was really good and, until the ending. Um, mm-hmm. it, it it was really lackluster ending, and I know it pissed a lot of people off, and I, I I'm definitely one of those people. In, in a way, I didn't have a dog in the fight. You know, my team was out. I wanted the Eagles to win. I wanted to support AJ Brown, uh, who was a former Titans player uh, up until this year, and uh, he's still one of my favorite people to watch. Like, um, I remember. I remember uh, I was a big NBA fan for um, a couple of years, uh, really when the Thunder came to Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. It was so exciting. And that was our first professional team in the whole state. And uh, it was so cool to watch not only that team, what it did for the city, but it was cool to watch that team elevate in the league. Like they mm-hmm. were becoming a threat to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um I think the first year, I want to say, of them being an official team, they, I, I can't remember how far into the playoffs they made it, but uh, they had a series against the Lakers, and uh, they ended up losing out, um, but they got they got really close, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a big deal. And our star players at the time, Kevin Durant, Russell Russell Westbrook. And James Harden. And obviously there were some other people on the team that were very huge. But those three key players are like superstars in their own right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you kind of saw the building up of like what could potentially be like a dynasty. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm talking like bulls in the 90s level excitement. Right. And so not only was it just exciting and rare uh, of that to be happening, but it's like Oklahoma was already starstruck by just having a team. So there was just... I mean, I, 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 I find it hard to believe for anyone to have been living in the city at that time, not having some sort of thunder paraphernalia, you know, like everything from sweatshirts, to stickers, hats, koozies, what, I mean, we were all just hyped. Yeah. Um, but I remember when, um, you know, this is a lot of history for what I'm about to say, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm talking, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's a talk show. It's a talk show, baby. <laughs> Um, but I remember when James Harden got traded and that was after the run they had, they, they made it all the way to the finals. The Oklahoma city thunder was in the finals, mm-hmm. um, against, uh, LeBron who had left Ohio to go play for the heat in Florida, Miami mm-hmm. heat. And that was a big deal. Cause he kind of like he, LeBron's just kind of a, I don't know. I know people love him. I've never loved him. Uh, I've always thought he was kind of an arrogant jerk, but mm-hmm. I mean, he can at least he can back it up with his immense talent and skill. He he's the kind of I mean, he's the goat. I'm not gonna lie, he is the mm-hmm. goat in basketball. Um, but uh, yeah, he had left to go play for the Heat, and you know he was gonna make a championship out of the Miami Heat. Uh, and they they ended up beating the Thunder out. We blew a three 
I think three to one lead. Like we we are one game away from winning big time, and LeBron stepped it up and just beat us off the next three games. I mean, we just yeah. we were screwed. Uh, but I remember after that, Harden got traded, and that was such a gut punch because they're like, "What the frick? Like you just traded." part of this dynasty like we Mm -hmm. are we are next like that was uh we and then it just seemed like a series of unfortunate events through the next couple of years after that because durant left a year later Mm -hmm. and the big blow was durant left to the team again we uh we we I don't know if we blew a 3-1 lead with the Heat or if it was a 3-1 lead to Golden State. I think it was a 3-1 lead to Golden State. Yeah, that's what it was. The Heat beat us. I forgot what the what the games, who won, how many, whatever. I just know the Heat beat us. Uh, Brandon was there. He was at the Miami game that we lost uh, the finals to. Um, but anyway, we blew that lead to Golden State. And then Kevin Durant's uh, contract was up. And it's like, all right, man, resign. What does he do? He join he joins Golden State, who just beat us. Like mm-hmm. literally, like I've always said this: the frustration. It, it'd be like getting invested in like Star Wars, mm-hmm. and that epic scene of like you know, is Luke going to join the the dark side rather? Mm-hmm. And imagine if he did, you know. <laughs> and it's like, well, this movie sucks. You know what I mean? Like that was kind of like Durant joining Golden State. It's like what? Yeah. Why? What, bro? You and like, it wasn't. It was such a blow because it's like, dude, you are the leader of this team. Like, Mm -hmm. you are the heart and soul of this team. Like, yeah, Westbrook's amazing. Harden was amazing. The other players on the team, it's amazing. But like, without you, it just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And he made the most arrogant comment of like, bro, if you're a fan of me, you're gonna you're gonna go where I go. And it's like. And he didn't say that to me personally. That was just right. what he said to the media. Just so arrogant of like, no, that's not how it works, man. Yeah. You know, like you, you like you're not with us. Not only that, but you left us for like the bad guy. It's like it's like Bugs Bunny switching teams in Space Jam, right? Right. Um, <laughs> it's like this is not going to work. Right. The, I say all that to say is when AJ Brown <laughs> got traded <laughs> to the Eagles. It wasn't that way. It was like he got kind of screwed. He wanted to stay in Tennessee. It was not ultimate. Ultimately, it is his choice to some degree, but it wasn't like his choice to just leave Tennessee. And I and it hurt, but I was like, I'm still going to be a fan. I'm not a fan of you mm-hmm. when you play against us, right? but I'll be a fan of you outside of that. So it, yeah. it really was like, man, I'm watching my guy play. I'm excited for him. Dude had, he got a, not only was it his first Super Bowl, but he got a Super Bowl touchdown. I mean, I'm like, dude, this is exciting. <laughs> So I, I was just, I wanted them to win so bad, but that last call of the game was when, um, I believe it was Johnu. No, no, it wasn't Johnu. Sorry. He was a former Titans player who got traded to the Bucks. Anyway, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, <laughs> uh, was, uh, playing, uh, was, uh, for the Chiefs got fouled or not fouled. I'm sorry. He got a uh, had a penalty called from the on the Eagles. So I forget the guy's last name. Bradbury played for the Eagles. Can't remember. He fouled uh, or he 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 held. I'm sorry. My God, I'm switching from <laughs> basketball to football has been very hard right now. <laughs> there was a holding call on the Eagles um, 
against uh juju smith schuster right and um it was a bogus call like it was so stupid for two reasons one wasn't really a holding call wasn't a good one like it was just kind of like barely second of all the throw wasn't even to him you know so really how is that pass interference when there was not a pass to you know smith schuster right Mm -hmm. but they call it anyway it was it was petty super petty (laughs) and that call resulted in uh re uh five yard penalty and first down it was that the it was the last play the chiefs had to to essentially turn the ball over to the eagles Mm -hmm. because that call was made it gave the chiefs five or uh it gave them yeah um four four more tries within yards to the end zone to score and at that point in the game you you have the ability to down the ball you don't have to play you can run through your downs and then just kick a field goal i've never loved that but you love it when it's for your team right Right. like you love it if it's a clutch move when it's your team that gets to down the ball to either end the game or to just get to the part where you kick a field goal and win it all but it's like that game was so neck and neck and like the thing is like Play calling like that or or, uh, penalty calling like that is really like this is a game where both teams it really was like the first time I've watched the Super Bowl where both teams were equal. They had the exact same records in everything like it's it's spooky, like the same amount of like uh, average of yards, touchdowns per game. They had the same record. I mean, it was mind-boggling. So it really was going to be like, someone has to win this game, obviously, and it could go either way. The only thing that was really going to keep you from winning the game was who can make the most mistakes. Mm-hmm. And you could call that hold a mistake. And, you know, later in the locker room at the press conference, that guy admitted to holding, but I think he was just being a stand-up guy. I, I really was very impressed by how the Eagles held their composure losing that game because I think they got screwed. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it could have been like Jalen Hurts is such a good quarterback, same way Patrick Mahomes is. Had that penalty not been called and and it was, you know, they were stopped, they would have had a minute and a half to drive down the field. And I know they could have done it. They're that team that could have done it. They could have won by a full touchdown. Uh, but we didn't get to see that battle. And and here's the thing. If the Chiefs could have stopped him, man, that's a nail-biter game, right? Like, <laughs> But no, we're going to call it. We're just going to run some down, you know, down the ball and then kick a field goal. And it just seems so lackluster. It's like yeah. it was a really good movie, uh, but the ending sucked. Like the ending right. was just like it could have been better. And that call and, and the whole point. It was just like that one call was just enough to give this a lackluster win. And I don't know. I mean, I know it's different. I I know that the only saving grace was the Chiefs were down by two touchdowns, I think, before halftime. So it was cool to see them come back up. I, mm-hmm. I'll give them that. I don't think they won because the ref gave it to them because they were down coming into halftime. Uh, right. So it was cool to see them work their way back up into the game where the Eagles had literally just been beating their ass the whole time. But still, you just don't want to see that last play be what it is. And and for the refs to call that, it's just like, man, let the boys play. Just let them play. Like it wasn't a it wasn't a blatant pass interference, right? Like 
it was just kind of like, really? You're going to call that? There, th- That had been going on all game of people just getting like, you know, little, little holding here, little holding there. But it's like, the game's just so good, you just got to let them go. And they did. But we're going to wait until the last minute of the game to be a <laughs> dick about it. It's like, okay. Okay. Well, you know... You sure said a lot of words just then. I did. <laughs> I, I knew about, I'd say a third of them. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, <laughs> I feel like when they were like introducing everybody at the beginning, like introducing the refs, I felt like the main one was getting booed. Was he kind of like notorious for yes. making bad calls? Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting how he got to be the, the lead ref in the game and that's kind of where the hilarity of the nfl comes of like the fans where it's like the nfl is scripted (laughs) and it's like i don't know man sometimes i believe it is but (laughs) i happen to it's not but yeah it is kind of crazy you know it's just too many too many coincidences but you know i that's kind of the thing that the people love the people love the chiefs and i i made a mistake saying they've been to four super bowls in the last couple of years, they've been the three. Uh, so they ended up winning this one. So they've won two of three they've been in. in well, the, it's funny. In it's the funny last that, five years. It's funny that you say, you know, people say that the NFL is scripted. Because when I was watching the game, I even thought this to myself. That Heather and I have been watching a lot of, like, competition shows lately. Like, there's one on Netflix called... Um, physical 100 that we really enjoy and like we like watching the challenge on mtv and like big brother and all those stuff and we know that even though those are a competition they portray it as fair it is somewhat scripted like there's a lot going on behind the scenes that producers are doing to try and sway some people to do better than others that nothing is just like chance and i was sitting there watching that game and i was like you know i feel like sports really is like the one true reality television where it's like it's not scripted it's it's really based on who's better who's gonna make mistakes like you said yeah who's just gonna win the game so it's interesting to hear that some people still might actually think that there are people behind the scenes pulling the strings to right it is wild yeah like i I I can't understand how that would how that would work in sports the the only way you can get that idea again it's it's kind of a it's kind of a mixture of things where it's like you know if this team just feels like they're just they're like they're just always winning why how mm-hmm. are they always winning how can they be that good you know yeah i get that part and then again when you get into like you know the refs doing what they do whether they call a penalty or they don't or they call a foul you know I, you, you can get into the weeds about that but the reality of it is is like these are professional athletes they want to win they're doing everything in their power to win you're just not going to have that it's like you can't really script it you know what i mean so yeah um you know i i think i think if you wanted to script something you would have a better ending you know <laughs> right. what i mean or or the game would have been different much more exciting because yeah Really, exactly. the the ending of that game was so lackluster. You probably have a lot of people who are like, "I am not going to watch the Super Bowl ever again." You know, yeah. I mean, so I mean, like, if you really wanted to have a scripted game, you would do a much better job at um, telling a better story, in my opinion. Yeah, because that's so. one of the benefits that you know these reality television shows have is they can edit things together to 
make a more compelling story. But yeah, the Super Bowl and these sports games, it's all you're watching it as it's happening. I, I guess the term, the better term would be rigged, you yeah. know, like because like what you would be doing is like, OK, yeah, you can't write the script or really the outcome, but you could do something to throw a wrench in it to maybe mm-hmm. make it swing the other way. So, right. yeah, I, I think scripted, I, I, that's where the internet's funny. Everyone jumps on, it's scripted. It's scripted. like, you're not even <laughs> using it right. It's rigged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the NFL's not scripted, it's rigged. You idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I was going to ask, what did you what do you think about the commercials? I, I honestly didn't pay too much attention to them. I didn't either. Um, I remember talking to in the last episode, uh, talking about how there aren't any commercials like there used to be, you know, back in the day, like Budweiser frogs or anything like that. Right. However, I really liked the um, the one that stuck out to me the most was the Paramount Plus uh, spot with Sylvester Stallone and how he was like. Um, I don't know if you saw it or not, but he was like scaling the side of a mountain that was his face. And, um, it, it was kind of like he was, uh, it was a harken back to his cliffhanger movie where he was like a mountain climber and, oh, yeah. um, and, uh, but he was like climbing the side of this mountain and the mountain is the shape of his face and the, but it's actually like talking to him and it, the mountain sneezes and he like flies off the mountain. That in itself wasn't that great, but I just, I really like the Paramount plus commercials because they're like huge crossover commercials. So like they had a character from Reno 911 in it. They had Beavis and Butthead in it. Dora the Explorer, um, Sylvester Stallone and his daughters were in it. And it was just like, I love, I've always said I'm a huge fan of crossovers. So anytime that you see characters from other universes in the same universe at the same time, I just, I will always eat that up. So like, it was really funny to see like Dora the Explorer and Beavis and Butthead in the, same commercial yeah and um it it it, and i don't know it was just it was really funny and like i kind of appreciated that they kind of did like that zany kind of concept of like having sylvester stallone's face being a mountain that he's climbing yeah i do i do love a good crossover i will say i think it's interesting that super bowl commercials have kind of turned in the sense of like it's not about providing comedy or, you know, I'm going to say I, I really feel like Super Bowl commercials back like the good ones back in the day were comedy driven. Let's just say that yeah, they were comedy yeah. driven. The weird thing is, it's not that that comedy driven is dead, but now it's really like it's like celebrity overload. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird to me. It's like, why do we have to have 15 different celebrities in one commercial? You know what I mean? Like, it's right. kind of like, like, I don't know. Did you notice? That? I mean, I, I'm sure you noticed that. But I mean, like every commercial was like, oh, man, the way we're going to get people excited is like, this is the one with Will Ferrell or no, yeah. this is the one with, you know, such and such. You know, ben and it's Affleck just like and Dunkin Donuts. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. man, Dunkin Donuts be running commercials all year round. But but we're at Super Bowl. Let's get Ben Affleck, you know, or. You know what I mean? Like, it just seemed really kind of, like, strange. And it's like, oh, so it's all about who can pay the overpaid celebrities even more. Yeah. <laughs> there was one that I actually, I forgot about. And I just looked up a list of them to kind of, like, refresh my memory. There was one. It was for, um, uh, I can't remember the 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 
company that was doing, but it was like when companies call their employees rock stars. Yes. And the rock stars. That was my favorite commercial. That's the one I really wanted to talk about. I thought that was (laughs) so good. Dude, that had me dying. And it wasn't, it had nothing to do with the celebrities. Like it had Kiss and Ozzy Osbourne. But like one of my biggest pet peeves, and I don't know why. I don't know if this is some resentment I have because it's people (laughs) saying things that they don't really know. (laughs) But like, because I'm not going to say like, you know, because I was never a rock star. You know, I played music at one point, but I was not a rock star. But like, it always cracks me up. I've heard that for so many years. Like, dude, my wife is a total rock star. I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Did she uh, did she play in front of 30,000 people, do a line of coke and wreck a hotel room? (laughs) Is that what she did? (laughs) And it's like, no, she just, you know, I mean, we had a baby. <laughs> like, like, well, she's a mom then, not a rock star. <laughs> but yeah, that commercial made me so happy of like confronting the aggression I've had for years against just the loose terminology of throwing around the term rock star, like yeah. giving it to everybody now. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah you really? They're rock star, huh? That commercial was sad to me, too, because it was like the first time that I felt like I've really seen Ozzy Osbourne's age. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my he gosh. He felt yeah. so old in that commercial. Like, he's, he's like, always been kind of... Oswald. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's always kind of been like this character that, like, you can't understand him. He's like, just like this, like, elderly vampire of a of a person. Like, but now it's like all of that combined with decrepit age <laughs> yeah oh my gosh dude yeah I, he's he's very very old now yeah but uh yeah that commercial was hilarious like i just i love it just like you know just basically like them monitoring like don't you say it don't yeah. say it <laughs> I, I i thought that the the actor at the very end who was in like the board meeting he did a great job like yes like th- sometimes people's delivery is not great and i think that can ruin a, uh, an otherwise funny thing but when like yeah. he when he's like addressing his boardroom and kiss like pops in and he goes i wasn't gonna say it like the way he yeah. said that line i was like that i know was it was perfect, perfect. yeah like, <laughs> i i agree with you too man I, I i don't think sometimes the writing for this stuff is bad i think it's about the delivery like yeah. it's just kind of like if there's one thing i can compare to new comedy versus old comedy aka good comedy right <laughs> is it's not necessarily that the jokes are bad it's just like the the delivery or the reception of the characters in the scenario are not on point to where it's just like Mm -hmm. it just feels so forced or written it's just like some of the funniest things i've ever seen in tv are the things that just seem so naturally delivered like the person's just so confident in what they're saying like there's no like um you know it just feels effortless is a good way to put it exactly yeah i yeah i just like quickly bro- browse through the rest of the listens like i remember the other commercials but none of them were like stand out to me yeah they were just like all it was just a big celebrity fest i'm like oh yeah. good that's what we need more celebrities yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are there any movie trailers that you thought were cool looked good do you see that flash trailer i did yeah you know it's the thing i just i don't I, I don't like the DC movies. I love oh, Batman. I will watch yeah. anything Batman related, even though I haven't even seen the latest Batman film. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. I 
I'm kind of like I'm kind of just out of the loop on movies in general. Yeah. Um, I can't even I remember any of the trailers that played. Other I don't than that one. That one, and then I think Indiana Jones was the other big one. Um, I must have missed that one. So I'm like not a huge fan of DC either. I don't think they've ever quite found their footing. Um, I think they do really great with like their one-off movies, like the Joker movie. Yeah. And, um, you know, just like the ones that don't fit into any sort of continuity. Um, but I, I don't know. I eat up and I'm probably like that low hanging fruit that they're probably trying to get with this movie. But, <laughs> but seeing like the 89 Michael Keaton Batman mo- or Batman in this movie, I'm just like, oh, I've got to see oh, it I now. Know. I, w- I was like, yeah, I mean, that was that was my interest. Like, I, I don't give a crap about the Flash. I've always thought the yeah. Flash was a very boring character. Yeah. Um, I saw somebody opinion. online say they were like, wow, that was really generous of them to let Flash be in this new Batman movie. <laughs> yeah seriously i'm like i'm like why why are we hiding it behind that you know like it's just ridiculous yeah but uh yeah i mean overall i i I really like i watched football i was not watching the commercial (laughs) what'd you think of the halftime show i enjoyed it you know i'm not I'm not a big Rihanna fan, but I also don't have Mm -hmm. anything against her you know like i'm not i'm not i'm not the target audience at all for for the yeah. halftime show uh but it did have me thinking um what would what would the ideal halftime show be like what do you think would be interesting to see i want them to do a 90s i feel like they kind of did it last year with like a hip-hop 90s resurgence halftime show yeah but i want them to do it with like britney spears like the old pepsi halftime you know late 90s early 2000s halftime show i want like britney spears and backstreet boys and like all of those type of people to do a halftime show yeah that'd be interesting i was i was i was thinking about that too because i'm like i'm kind of going down the list and i'm like okay the halftime show really is supposed to be a spectacular like you you need to get the one of the biggest names and not just names but entertainers right like because mm-hmm. it has to be entertaining and I'm going to try my best to remember. I won't do it consecutively, but like the last couple of years, right? So we've had, we've had Beyonce already. Mm-hmm. We've had Madonna and mm-hmm. th- they're arguably the best or the biggest entertainers in the world, period. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, I mean, you know, Maroon 5, I feel like that was kind of one where I'm like, uh, they're not like entertaining, but they sure have a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. Um, you had uh, The weekend. I thought was good, but also I'm like, He's I, he still feels too new to me to be like, oh wow, look at this vast catalog he has. Even though it's all he's got a lot of records, a lot mm-hmm. of albums. Um, but I mean, like even Beyonce has way more at this point, or Madonna especially. So I was just kind of thinking, like, man, who's left at this point, right? Um, and I thought, man, what if it was? Uh, I don't feel like '90s country ever got its due. Yeah. Even in the 90s. Like I might be, you know, maybe 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 I'm wrong. Maybe George Strait already performed or Garth Brooks, I can't remember. But like it would be pretty insane to do what you were saying like a big lineup like that. Like so like referring back to you know the 90s hip hop we had. Cuz like I liked Rihanna. She killed it. She did awesome. But I also just wasn't like, 
Oh my god! You know, I just—it would take a lot from at this point to like blow my mind. I think most people could say that thing. We've seen a lot of really cool performances. Yeah. And in, in in our lifetime, you know. Um, what What would you think if they did like a holographic, like revival of stars that are no longer with us, like a Michael Jackson halftime show? I don't think I'd be into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like I I I don't even feel like. I don't know. I just don't think I'd be into it. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think I, of like who are some of your like top. I feel like all of your top musicians are dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, for the most part. I mean, I, not necessarily. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think. You know, I mean, like my favorite band of all time is not going to play the Super Bowl. Um and I can't ever see any kind of like punk rock or pop punk resurgence happening on this. Year. I could see, I could like, it would be interesting. You could see, um, I could see a world or a halftime show where it's, and, and, and I know people love this band. I do not. I never have. Wink 182. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. Yeah. Um, I could see them doing a great halftime show because they do have a lot of hits, right? Um, they, I think they could have some cool pyrotechnics, some big video screens. I think Travis Barker, his drum set could probably, you know, flip upside down and spin around kind of Motley Crue style. That could be interesting. Um, and then you could share the stage with Green Day where Green Day is like probably not going like they could go back to Dookie, but I could see them being a big crowd pleaser doing American Idiot era mm-hmm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i think that would be kind of cool to see and like maybe you bring an og up there like um like rancid you know what i mean mm-hmm. where they they they're the old punkers but their music's accessible i think like i feel like but i would feel like they would try to muck it up and throw machine gun kelly in the mix too and that would just oh. make me cry i would just yeah. i would just ball my eyes out of machine gun kelly <laughs> <laughs> really just continue making music but especially playing the super bowl like that would make me sad <laughs> have you seen the meme online where they said that jessica fox took the machine gun out and he now he's just kelly <laughs> yeah because he was I, wearing like a woman's sweater <laughs> yeah that was hilarious um yeah. yeah i just i'm not a big fan of his but i'm also gonna say too like i know i just listed off three punk bands and in my opinion this is what's gonna be Cole's being an old man or he's being a dick, but Rancid <laughs> is the only actual punk band out of the three. <laughs> you don't say that um, about Green Day. <laughs> I know. No, I, I here, here's the thing. I'm not going to be that old guy. Like I music evolves and pop punk. I like, I like pop punk. I don't listen to it a lot, but I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up on it. It's not like I grew up on the casualties or, you know, some crust punk stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just saying like the, um, that would be the best way to do punk rock at a Super Bowl, right? Would be to mm-hmm. do, like, sure, throw Simple Plan in there. I my wife loves Simple Plan. <laughs> I think they're stupid. I always have. They they just suck. Uh, but I can see that being fun. I would enjoy seeing that, right? Yeah. I would not cringe. I would enjoy that. So '90s country, that'd be cool. Like maybe some Trisha Yearwood, maybe some Shania Twain, Reba. Mm-hmm. Get the queens up there, my guy. Oh yeah. 
Slay. Let's go. Um, <laughs> you, you got me excited right there. The Queens of Country, dude. That would be... And, and like, you could throw in... Like, let's do even throw in some modern stuff with that. So, like, you get Reba. You get Faith Hill, Trisha Yearwood. Who else do you want to see? Martina McBride. Jody Messina. Is that a woman? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Twenty twenty three. I don't know if you can ask that question. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying. I did never heard the name. I was specifically talking women of country. So, <laughs> but uh, Dolly Parton could be in there. Okay, and yeah. then you know, I Jody- would love to see Loretta Lynn, but sadly she's passed recently. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes me. I I love Loretta Lynn. I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. supposedly she's related to us. I don't know. Oh, really? I've heard that. In the family, supposedly. Yeah. Um, but then you could put in some modern stuff. Like, I uh, I think um, you could get, like, um, Casey Musgraves in the mix. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I love Casey Musgraves. Um, you could get, is she country? She is. Well, she's crossed over a bit, but she mm. I, I would still consider her country. She, country pop. Um, Has Tay Swift ever done the Super Bowl? Dude, she was. The, I heard a rumor she was supposed to do the Super Bowl, and then they huh. went with Rihanna. Um, I heard that. I, 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 I could, I could see a, a T Swift. I she, she's probably legitimately the last superstar of current day that hasn't done a Super Bowl yet. That could really yeah. like. I know she would probably just blow it up. Like, I mean, if you want to get some young viewers on the super bowl dude that's how to get it let's talk about swifties for a minute because this is gonna be fun (laughs) this is gonna be fun are you Um, a swifty i'm not i don't like taylor swift yeah i don't i I don't dislike her all right let me (laughs) let me give her some flowers real quick (laughs) i i think she's i think she's talented Mm -hmm. she is not my cup of tea though um at one point in time i really enjoyed her music but I think I enjoyed it because I just listened to rock music all the time. And it was just cool to like something that had the sensibilities of good songwriting, but wasn't, you know, uh, punk rock or, you know, hardcore mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, but I liked I liked that Fearless album, I think. I think I remember liking that album. And then I like I enjoyed 1989 when it came out because it was very 80s inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the the way culture pushes music on you, I got sick of it real quick. It's just yeah. like, man, shake it off is an every damn commercial now, or you know, it's like every time I go to the grocery store, I'm yeah, you know, I just want to buy some sandwiches. I don't want to listen to Taylor Swift. <laughs> but um, I know I know she's a cool person. So like during the pandemic, she donated a lot of money to. Uh, one of the best record stores here in Nashville. Mm. Um, they had to shut down because, you know, COVID and she gave them money so they could pay all their employees oh, wow. during the pandemic. That's awesome. She did a yeah. lot of stuff like that. I know she does a lot of stuff that people just don't even hear about. She's yeah. very generous. Um, another thing she did is really cool. Uh, helping music stores in general. When her folklore albums came out, she did like this two albums that were kind of similar folklore evermore something like that. She was sending all the local record stores here in Nashville and in, around the around the states because I saw people like record stores in uh, Kentucky and 
Oklahoma even, she was giving, she was sending like hundreds of autograph CDs that you could only buy at these local record shops so that you couldn't get them at Target, you couldn't get them at Walmart. And that was just a cool way to get people into a record store. And mm-hmm. like the Swifties, right? They don't, I mean, some of them might be in the vinyl, some of them might have, you know, but like they're just going to get the autograph. You know, right. they've already heard the record, you know, on on Apple <laughs> Music or Spotify. But it w- it's just cool how she like tries to do things to get people back out into the community and to support the local businesses. And all that money went to the local businesses. So it really was like spiking their business and the economy around that. And I just thought that mm-hmm. was cool. Yeah. But I outside of that, she's just not for me. I, you know, I just I can't I can't get into it. I, I think her I think she's fine, but I would. Yeah. She, she deserves a Super Bowl. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I could see that being entertaining. I I'm kind of the same same way. I like I don't own any of her music. I don't go out of my way to listen to any of her music. But like, if it comes on on the radio, I'm not changing it. Probably. I yeah. Can sing along to some of the songs. Um, yeah, my daughter likes her. Of course, she's yeah. five, and she it's just any song Taylor Swift sings that's like appropriate. I guess she she gets into. My wife likes her. Yeah. Um, my sister likes i mean you know again i'm not the target audience not saying that a guy can't like her but i mean just like i'm just it's not it's not me right um here is my genius idea for a super bowl halftime show (laughs) one hit wonders Hmm. so like rick roll yeah (laughs) or you know like i mean yeah that type of stuff where it's like you know like um you had like a band of like, you know, like maybe a group of 80s or 90s one hit wonders. So boom, Wilson Phillips <laughs> singing, <laughs> um, singing, singing. I, they had a couple of radio hits, but their biggest hit. Um, uh, why am I blinking on the song title right now? Oh, my goodness. Why am I blinking on the song title? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, nobody knows the name of the song. They just know Wilson Phillips sings it. Um but you could have you could have them. You could have like the new radicals from the nineties. You could have um, Is it hold on? Know, yeah, hold on. Hold on yeah. for one more day. Yes. Um I know Tears for Fears had a couple of hits, but let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> everybody wants to rule the world, that would be awesome. Like just to hear yeah. some of those big radio bangers from back in the day be performed at the halftime show, I think it would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's yeah, a great that's all idea. I got. I, I... <laughs> The queens of of country. That I think would be that's awesome. the best idea. Yeah, I think that would be. Sick. I would tune I think in that'd be just good. for that. Yeah, I would too, man. That would be that'd be a humdinger. Yeah, um, I we've talked about this before. Like I grew up on '90s country. That was what I listened to the most, and it's like become such a non part of my life since probably 2000, 2000 two, early two thousands, like two thousand right. 2003 is when I like officially stopped listening to all that but like I'll catch myself now I will turn like a 90s country station on for uh, like Spotify or YouTube and like I know every single song and I've not heard any of them in over 15 years Oh, man, uh, that's close crazy. to 20 years and it's like I just know them and it, it's so weird how it'll just like come back to you like that and um 
Jodie Messina, I was uh, I mentioned her. She, I I mentioned I mentioned to you last episode how I heard a song over the radio at Walmart of this guy who was singing like a sister song to a a a ninety song. Well, Jodie Messina sang that original song, and um, it's like heads California tells or heads Carolina tells California was the original song. And like, he's singing like a sister song to that. And like, ever since I heard that, I went and I downloaded her song and I've just been listening to that. Like nonstop. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Well, but she, it's just, she it, can be on that King, Queens of country. I don't know how big she was. I, I can't think of any of her other songs, but I'm sure she, that was, she wasn't just a one hit wonder. Yeah. But yeah, she's, she could be a queen. Queen. That'd of be country. fun, man. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you anything we get Taylor Swift next year. I think it's happening. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that she hasn't. I wonder if it has anything to do with like her music and like the copy like the rights cuz I know she's re-recording all of her old music so she can own the rights to it. Um maybe she's mm-hmm. trying to catch up on that project to where she can cuz I I think we may have talked about it. You don't get paid to play the Super Bowl. Um, yeah i just recently so, heard that about Rihanna. yeah so if your if your streams skyrocket after the super bowl she probably wants to be in that position to where all of her re-recorded music that she owns mm. is up so nobody's mm-hmm. streaming the old stuff that her manager owes yeah her ex-manager owns um that's probably it. i mean taylor was not an idiot she's smart right very yeah. very smart yeah um, that makes a lot of sense so i did I not bet know you that. that's what she's doing that's yeah, crazy you do that not you get don't... paid you don't get paid yeah like they'll pay the um they'll pay like you know the people involved in it like you Mm -hmm. know the 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 workers and the the special effects or whatever people uh the crew uh and i think but i think the artists like they they pay for it themselves like they pay Hmm. for you know they pay for that so they pay to play but they know that the recoup they're going to make on that through streaming and just concert ticket sales all that really just kind of like it's like the best marketing in the world um so it's like you know you think about like doritos and you know coors are paying big bucks for those commercials Mm -hmm. you know the artists performing they're paying big bucks to perform you know like yeah that's crazy i had i had no idea like i thought it was like please come play the super bowl we'll pay you this money to get you know, keep people around during halftime. Right. No, I mean, I think it's just such a big spectacle that people, they, they don't even need to do it. They're like, yeah, don't worry. Mm-hmm. You're going to get views. You're going to get money. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that lends even it's more It's like being a freelancer. For... You work a lot and you just don't get paid for a long time. Work for exposure. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate work for exposure. Um, I, well, I was going to say that lends even more, more reason for me to want like Britney Spears and NSYNC and all of them to come do it again because like, they they probably need the money. <laughs> yeah, they probably do. I don't know. You know? <laughs> I don't know how Britney Spears is doing actually, but um uh but yeah. Uh, you you know, um I was gonna say uh shoot, what was I gonna say? Oh, about Rihanna. Like it was not a bad s- halftime show by any means. Like I was super impressed that she did that pregnant uh, yeah. for one thing. But also it was like uh, like you said, I'm really just not the target audience for Rihanna because like I w- I just knew like two songs. I was like, oh, okay, this is one of the songs that I know. Yeah. Like when she yeah, did I Umbrella, mean, I was like, okay, I know this song. Yeah, yeah, that's a big hit. I mean, I, I, I think I knew every song that she played, but it's like 
the two I got excited about, and it's no knock to her, but like I used to be a big Kanye and Jay Z fan, and she did yeah. the medleys to two of their songs. Um, yeah, you know, all the lights, and then run this town, which you know, I was like, man, yeah, I forgot she sings the hook on those. Those are some big big songs well when she started doing lights i was like oh my gosh is kanye about to come out i thought he got canceled. yeah right good lord <laughs> um all right well let's change subjects and let's hit up the day of love show her your feminine side uh flowers flowers are nice how about a big box of chocolates uh-huh uh-huh quit Dumper, go fishing. At Plank Road, we don't do everything well. Quit, Dumper, go fishing. Quit, Dumper, go fishing. Fortunately, beer is something we do do well. Ice house, thanks, and enjoy. <laughs> All right, so we had Valentine's Day recently, and um, man, I, I, I'll, I'll preface this. So get out, get it out. Right now, I guess um, I don't like Valentine's Day because mm-hmm. I feel like it sneaks up on you as an adult. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like I I'm not saying I'm dad of the year or I'm husband of the year, but I do things all year round to show yeah. the ones I care about that I care. Yeah. And Valentine's Day, it kind of feels forced, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I got to run out and get this gift or I got to do this extra thing where it's like, you know, like Valentine's Day would just pop up. It's during the week most of the time, you know, like you got Mm -hmm. school, you got work, you got things to do. So it's a lot of pressure, I think, you know, like it's because you could say the things, well, why do you give gifts for Christmas or what at birthdays? Well, I'm like, but you know when those are, right? Like, you know, and and usually everybody else is taking that time off as well. Not necessarily birthdays, but like Christmas, right? Mm hmm. You know, we all participate in that at the same time and there's no work or other things going on. But Valentine's Day, it's like, bro, we just (laughs) had Christmas a month ago. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have any more money to go out and get stuff. I don't have any more (laughs) ideas of like what 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 would be nice to gift or whatever. And it's just like it's just a lot of pressure. I feel like it always has felt that way. When is Brett's birthday? November. Okay, so at least you don't. It's not like a rapid fire for you. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, if you if you look at it this way, though, her birthday's uh Lydia's birthday is September. Brett's birthday is November. Mm-hmm. Mine. Uh, then there's Christmas. Then my birthday is in January. And then we have Valentine's Day. So in a way, there's a lot of celebrating between those six months of just yeah. like a lot of cakes, a lot of desserts, you know, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, boy, no wonder I can't lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's that New Year's resolution going with? yeah birthday but i did enjoy this year like it, i i've found that like with having lydia it's fun to treat her to like a little gift and some sweets she gets excited mm-hmm. and brett and i went on a day date which i highly recommend oh my yeah. gosh a day date is the best where you just go out <laughs> the kids are in school you just sneak out and go eat somewhere on your lunch break or whatever like it is yeah. awesome oh yeah i feel like now that the kids are in school i've dated more than I did before I got married. <laughs> Dude, no kidding. Like, I, I remember, you know, when we first had Lydia, I think we, I, we don't have any family nearby. So it's like, it's just always the three of us. And then once mm-hmm. she started school, like, man, we go out to breakfast mm-hmm. at least once a week. 
you know, we'll go out for lunch. I'm just like, man, I like hanging out with my wife. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> like, you know, and like I, I, it dawned on me the other day. I'm like thinking about like, oh, man, we should go here to eat. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't complained about not having a date night since Lydia has been in school. It's because we mm-hmm. actually get to, you know, like like we actually do the thing. Yeah. That yeah. we haven't been doing. It's yeah. really, I highly recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just because you could just like focus on each other. You're not having to like make sure the little ones like eating their food, not or crawling cutting around it up the for them or, you yeah. know, waiting for it to cool. I mean, you know, yeah. it's just like all those things where it's just like you're, you're two adults. They bring food to the table. You talk before mm-hmm. that and you talk during it and you talk after. <laughs> no interruptions. Yeah. It's incredible. Oh, you guys talk to each other? <laughs> I mean, weird. yeah, yeah. <laughs> A little no. bit. <laughs> Play a little no. footsie. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. yeah. No, we we did the same thing almost. We uh we um went to lunch that day because uh yeah it was like the one day one day of the week that Heather was off this week or that weekend. Uh, so we took the kids to school and we uh just had a little nice little lunch. It was it was great. Where'd you guys go? Uh, there's this place called Neighborhood Jam. Um, and it's kind of like more of a breakfast food place, like a trendy breakfast food place. Uh, but they do serve lunch. Um, I don't know if they serve dinner, uh, but it's, it's mostly like a breakfast food place, but we went there around brunch time. And so like, I got a cheeseburger and, um, Mm. like it, it's so much of a breakfast place that like they used to have a cheeseburger on the menu and we hadn't gone in a while when we came back this time, the cheeseburger was no longer on the menu and like I loved the cheeseburger last time I was there. And so I actually like special ordered a cheeseburger off the menu. I was like, can you guys still make that cheeseburger? And they're like, oh, yeah, we can do that. And Heather was like, no, you can't special order. Like she's like, if it's not on the menu, you can't do that. And I'm like, oh, no. Do you like, know who oh, I am? They, yeah, like they know me. All the usual, sir. <laughs> I've drawn a graphic novel for Scholastic. I'm pretty sure I can get a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I can get me a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But we, we, uh, uh, we, we, we ate lunch and then we uh, did some gifts. and uh, But yeah, it was a pretty low-key, fun, fun day. Then we went and yeah. picked up the kids and it ruined everything. Of course. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We uh we went to Olive Garden. It was a lot of fun. I I love oh, Olive Garden. I don't I care do who knows it. I don't care. <laughs> I I just don't. I don't I don't yeah. care. Miss me with your restaurant that's you Miss know <laughs> has a French title or you know um is authentic. I don't care. Olive Garden is delicious. I love their damn breadsticks. Their soups, their pastas, the, the the fact that they'll play Sinatra over the loudspeakers. Hey, oh when you're when you're normally scraping up Chef Boyardee raviolis off your tile floor because your your two year old threw it off of their high chair, yeah, all uh, of love is, a, is a five star experience yeah <laughs> it is man it's it's great there's a there's a couple of little italian joints in the area that we've been to that really are incredible i mean they're just and they are that they're authentic they're you know it's delicious but i i just i i can't i just i'm never disappointed with all garden 
mm-hmm. you know not to say that i was i've been disappointed by other places i just it's just I, it's like it really is like family it really <laughs> <laughs> what do you usually get there um you know i've been on a little kick there with their meatballs i have completely thought meatballs were overrated Mm-hmm. And I've introduced them back into my life, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, I love yeah. meatballs. So, so do you, I'll like, do like a rigatoni. Oh, yeah, okay. well, I'll get like a rigatoni pasta with uh, five cheese marinara mm-hmm. and meatballs. It's that create your own pasta deal, which I yeah. enjoy. I love yeah. doing that. And I'll have the salad and the the breadsticks. But man, their Tuscana Zuppa soup is just. Mm-hmm exquisite it's got the potatoes Hmm. the sausage oh it's so good you know they say breadsticks but they could be a little faster with bringing out the refills on them you know yes well you know what (laughs) bless their hearts they sent us home with a fresh bag in our (gasps) takeout i was like yeah you guys get it you get it wow um you know who has really good complimentary bread is uh outback steakhouse Yes, I agree. The black bread, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, with their like like white butter. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's like a butter spread. Ooh, it's so good. I do. I so some some of the top breads. I think you can get. We're having this discussion now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put up there Olive Garden. I love mm-hmm. the breadsticks. Yeah. Outback, I think, obviously up there. Mm-hmm. Outback. Um, I'm going to put uh, Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, that's there. who I was going to say. Because they got that cinnamon butter that goes yeah. on the rolls. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm so freaking hungry. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. And then I would be remiss not to mention the goat of complimentary anything. The Cheddar Bay Biscuits from Red Lobster. Can I get an applause? I'm going to applause you, but I've never had one before. What? <laughs> I've only been to Red Lobster one time in my entire life. That was for my birthday? Yeah. I did no not try way. the biscuit. Yeah. That was the only time I've ever Dude, been there. Dude, the biscuits are amazing. Wow. I- Garlic, butter. Yeah. And cheese. Oh my gosh, dude. And they just have, <laughs> like, you know how perfect the biscuit from McDonald's is, right? It's flaky. Mm-hmm. It's buttery. It has a crisp on the edge. Mm-hmm. That's how their biscuits are, but with like garlic and cheddar taste to it. It's so good. I might have to try and convince Heather Dude. to do a Red Lobster night. She's not a huge seafood fan, and to be honest, I'm not either. But I'm not I either. Some, I love Fish crab, and, chips, and I really, though. yeah, I really do think I would like lobster. I've had it before. Lobster is really good. I love fried fish. That's primarily what I eat when it comes to yeah. seafood. Fried fish, and then you know, give me some French fries with that. I'm good, yeah. man. That's that's good. That's adventurous enough for me when it comes to seafood, and I could eat that. Fish and chips anywhere on any menu is usually pretty good. Oh yeah, there, there's a little place. little malt vinegar on that fried fish. Oh my god. Ooh, there's a place Dang. that opened up down the street from us called Eddie's, and it's kind of like a bar and grill. And they serve a fish and chip. It's really the only thing that I'll eat there. Um, but it's like they've got you get these four. They look like huge rods of fried fish. They are yeah. so whatever seasoning they put on there. Ugh. Holy cow! It is so freaking good. And their French fries Dang. are really good. Oh, I'm so hungry. This I'm is hungry. the hardest episode <laughs> right now. 
Oh my god! This is like the last episode where I got so hungry I ordered a pizza halfway through. <laughs> yeah, you did. I saw that you had your phone out and you were talking for a minute. And then when we yeah. got done, you're like, "I just ordered a pizza." <laughs> it, it got delivered halfway through the the episode. I had to go get it, and then I oh ate my it gosh, I'm so hungry. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Well, let's wrap this up because I think. Did you have any other thoughts on, on, on the Valentine's Day? Well, we were going to quickly talk about, like, what's different between now and then as far as, like, our kids. Uh, oh, yeah. We didn't really even talk about what we were going to talk about. <laughs> I guess you're right. Man, I'm just ready to eat. I'm just ready to it's be done okay. talking. <laughs> no, I, here, here's what's kind of funny, though, um, with the uh, with the Valentine's Day stuff, like, is your is your kid's school this where like um there's no party no valentine's day party no they had a party they call it friendship day though it's called friendship okay friendship um they do have a party they do have boxes like colt had to decorate a box and bring a valentine's like everybody called it valentine's day but like the official name on all the flyers and everything was friendship day i don't know interesting why they do that because even on some of the flyers they said friendship day and then in parentheses right next to it they said valentine's day party and so she's like just call it valentine's day party yeah I mean, um, come on yeah but um both colt and coda uh you know had to like decorate a bag or a box and then they could bring valentine's and they had a party did they have to do where... that in their own time or did they do that at school so coda's they did it at school colt he yeah. had to he had to make the box in his own time. Same thing with Lydia. Yeah, we had yeah. to find a box and decorate it and everything. Yeah. So Coda's class, they decorated it for their party, and then they would go around and um, put, you know, something in everybody's back. But one thing that they made sure that the kids had to do this year was they could not pre-fill out who the Valentine was for. Same like, here. They could only say from Colt or from Coda. Yeah. It's like you couldn't give somebody a specific. I, I honestly, I don't even know if they were allowed to put stuff in the boxes themselves. I think the teacher, like, yeah. took everybody's valentines and and made sure like everybody got a valentine. I I wish so badly I could remember how that worked when we were kids. But if mm-hmm. I if memory serves me right, I think we decorated and made whatever it was a box an envelope. I I remember these. I saw my mom about it, and she remembers because she she taught the school I went to. But mm-hmm. in art class, you'd make this big giant heart that had like a pocket, mm-hmm. you know. So like you had a big paper oh, heart yeah. that had a pocket, and that's where all the valentines would would go mm-hmm. into. You could have your name on it, and you could draw on it or decorate it, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I remember bringing valentines and even having valentines signed by but like i i feel like maybe when we got older we could write like to beth you know whoever like just you know and of course you know like you might get excited like oh my gosh i got one from (laughs) from lizzie or whatever and it's just like well she also gave them to everybody it was like yeah yeah but i think there's a heart on this you know like (laughs) the hilarity of young love i guess no but um yeah, I just I really don't have too much memory about other than just like the Valentines themselves. Like I had lots of Michael Jordan Valentines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I was brought Bugs Ninja Bunny Turtles or Street Sharks. Yeah, Ninja or... Turtles for sure. Um, yeah. So Heather gets really into it. She she 
I mean, it may be that she's a girl, but she got Maybe. into it much more than we probably did as a kid. Like she read into the Valentine that she got from somebody and she read into the Valentine that she would give to people. So oh, like, I did she, too. I mean, I was, I was always like a hopeless romantic in some way. Right. Like, just like, <laughs> I'm going to meet my wife on uh, February 14th of 1992. <laughs> this is going to be the year. <laughs> um, like, my mom's like, you're in second grade. But <laughs> like, like Heather, yeah. <laughs> like Heather will not, she will not allow them to just give out like the paper Valentine's. Like she likes to like make these little individual things like she got for Coda's class. She got these little squeezable characters where like you squeeze them and the eyeballs pop out and everything. And, um, each one of them got, um, put inside of a little plastic heart thing. And like, it was a production. And then like Colt's class, everybody got like an individual container of slime and, and it's, it's, it's so involved. Um, but That's like she, she she's into it so much more than like I am like I could care less about the Valentine's Day project. And yeah, I'm usually very into their school stuff. And like but this is one thing that I'm just like, I don't have any like major nostalgia for it other than like Ninja Turtle Valentine's and yeah, seeing that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, like Lydia, her class, they didn't even have a party. Like mm-hmm. I remember having Valentine's Day party with like punch and yeah. cupcakes and like you know somebody would call in pizza hut or mazio's i mean it yeah. was just it was a deal right it was awesome yeah. was it just and your class or was it like all the classes together our class yeah you, okay, your yeah. homeroom class um yeah but like they didn't do any like they had their you know and of course lydia she doesn't know better i mean she, she's she's mm-hmm. like so excited she got a box full of valentine's but i'm like you got screwed you did yeah <laughs> but kind of i'll say this what made up for it was you know, we, I feel like a bunch of cheapskates, we sent her off with her Valentine's, right? She had a My Little Ponies and she had Scooby-Doo's, you know, and um, she comes back with her box and it's loaded with candy. Mm-hmm. Some of these parents out here got little goodie bags with like, you know, tied up with like Snickers and pencils, erasers. I mean, and yeah. like she almost all of her Valentine's were that way. I'm like, man. I we're new at this. Like these are probably, <laughs> you know, the, 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 her friends probably had siblings who, you know, they had the shock of like, oh, you're supposed to go all out for this, you know, like, and now they yeah. know better. We did not know better, so I guess next year we're gonna be making freaking goodie bags for all these rugrats. <laughs> yeah, Heather. Heather was saying that like some parents don't appreciate you getting them like sugary like candies and stuff so it's like little toys and stuff like that or like yeah. or like poppets or like what people prefer to get now i'm like man my kids just want the candy yeah well and you don't have to clean up the candy right they yeah. eat it it's done you give them you yeah. give them like a little jigsaw puzzle with 30 pieces in it i'm like great that's something i have to pick yeah. up later <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah like slime that gets uh, embedded into the couch cushion yes thank you yeah for sure the only nostalgic memory I really have of Valentine's Day, other than like, you know, I always loved like getting like the, my mom would buy us like the hearts that had the chocolates in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like the not knowing what chocolate you got, like <laughs> eating that, taking bites, like, oh no, that's coconut, you know, like. <laughs> but she used to, my mom being a school teacher, she would make these big sugar cookie hearts. Mm. Um, 
and with this strawberry pink frosting on top, like big, Ooh. thick. Oh my gosh. She'd give them to the teachers as like, you know, Valentine's Day gifts. Mm-hmm. And dude, she would keep them like, she, she'd have to make them in advance. So she would like keep them in the free fridge or the freezer. And I don't know why, but like those cookies cold are just heaven on earth. It's like a cold <laughs> strawberry, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got this beautiful strawberry cream frosting with this sugar cookie and it's like refrigerated and it's just so delicious. I get a craving for that every year around Valentine's Day. Will she every make year. for you? I need her to. She's she's supposed to be coming to visit soon. I need to make her have like have her make some some cookies while she's yeah. here. Like I want you to make sugar cookie Valentine's. There is like March. one thing that she needs to do as a grandma, and that is to make cookies. Like I know. I wish she would have done that and mailed one to Lydia, but she just sent her twenty five bucks. I'm like twenty five. <laughs> just gave her money. <laughs> like that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got nothing. Nothing. Do you still, okay, this is going to sound really weird, but do you still kind of expect to get, like, birthday card cash in the mail? Do you still kind of get that excitement when you go check the mail, even though you know there is nobody in the world sending you a birthday card with cash in it? I'm not going to lie, dude. My we should do that for my, each other. My parents do it still, <laughs> which is so awesome. <laughs> oh, they do? They still they send it to you? Dude, that's the only reason I own anything is because if I if I didn't get money for my birthday or Christmas, then I wouldn't buy anything for myself. <laughs> okay, well, I guess, I guess that that's different for you because you don't live in the same state as your parents. So True, it, maybe. It's, it's expected that you could possibly get like a birthday card in the mail. Like my mom, yeah, sure. She'll probably still give me money for my birthday yeah. in a card. But um, like I, I don't get that. Like I used to get one from my grandma or from Oh yeah, no. Of course I don't have any grandparents anymore either. So. True. Same, same boat. But like I don't know why. I just I just still kind of expect to even when it's not my birthday, I'm like, oh, there's no card in the mail for me today. Yeah. It's just I know. It's, again. <laughs> I know. It's such a it's so depressing. That's like the hardest <laughs> transition. Cause like especially uh when you're like in college and you got a card or you're like, Oh my gosh, you know, it's like the best <laughs> yeah. thing ever. And like you don't yeah. get over that. You you still want it as an adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I was like, if you didn't get them anymore and I didn't get them, it was like, we should just send the same $10 back to each other. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that way that we still funny. get a card with money on it. <laughs> that would be great. I, w- I would love that. <laughs> yeah. You're like, here, pay pay for this month's podcast fee. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I do need to pay you. <laughs> We'll we'll figure it out. It's like being married, just sharing money. It's like, here's your fifteen dollars. No, no, here's your fifteen dollars. It's like, yeah. why don't we make the listeners pay for the podcast? No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. We yeah. do this for free. Well, that's that's something that like Heather and I do for like anniversary and Valentine's now is because we know we're just kind of spending our own yeah. money on each other. Is like, let's get one gift that we both kind of want to. Like this year, we thought about getting a like a porch swing for our porch. That, oh, that'd be cute. Yeah. So it's not like I still got her some gifts and she got me gifts, you know, cause that's just nice. But, um, yeah, but it's not, it's not like Christmas or her birthday where you're like struggling to think of like five 
five or six things to get her uh, it's so hard and i it's not that i don't love my wife obviously i do but it's just like <laughs> i'm not a good gift giver like it really stresses me out and it's hard where i'm like but like if she was to point blank ask me what do you want dude i could give a list right and <laughs> but at the same time it's like my wife does just doesn't like buying stuff for herself like me i'm i'm what my love language is gifts like i love getting gifts i love stuff Mm-hmm. Like my wife's like, I just want to spend time with you. I'm like, that's <laughs> nice. But what do you want? <laughs> Tell me about an item. Let me go get that yeah. item. It's hilarious. Yeah, that's how my wife is ex- almost exactly. Ugh, it's hard. It's very hard. <laughs> and like, like mine is like, I like getting gifts too, but like I wind up just getting them for myself because she's not a mind reader and I like very specific things. Like how is she going to know to get me, you know, this very specific character from the 80s that of a toy that i don't have and yeah that she's probably never heard of yeah you know yeah it's hard man it's hard being us <laughs> <laughs> well i'm I, I i'm glad to wrap up this episode because it means it's almost march which means we're getting closer to spring this is the last episode of february didn't even think we we're gonna do two episodes in february but you're welcome yeah. um <laughs> you got a lot of cool ideas coming up obviously um can't wait to, to chat again have another have another episode about spring and the things we look forward to so <laughs> and then I'm, before I you can't... know it it'll be summer oh yeah baby hot boy summer coming up i can't wait for hot boy summer <laughs> yeah i'm working on it man i am working on it <laughs> me too i'm gonna be like mildly impressive boy summer <laughs> yeah no that's what i'm shooting for like i i know i know this is not the year for hot boy summer but i think i'm gonna be like Hey, not bad, boy summer is what we're working up to. Better than last year, boy summer. Might wear a tank top at the pool instead of a full short sleeve shirt, but definitely not going to remove said clothing for swimming. Definitely not. Yeah, um, exactly. I don't know. I might surprise myself, you know? You never Maybe know. I'll like the taste of chicken breast and salad. I don't know, but... I, I, I know I got a cheeseburger downstairs waiting on me that I need to heat up. And that's not going to get me any closer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And on that note, I hope you guys have a great day. Have a good life. We'll see you soon. Later. Bye. <laughs>